welcome back to another episode of Lily of the Herbs Talks. This podcast was created to share herbal knowledge specifically to those practicing in Australia and to share the wisdom of many herbalists and grassroots plant people all over Australia, connecting us and forming a web and promoting this age-old practice and reawakening this knowledge. Today's episode is a sweet and short deep dive into the world of St John's Wort, powerful nervous system tonic and a wound healing and nervous system relaxant when applied topically. And it's just really designed to be a quick poppet of knowledge for all of you, especially in this summery time when it's flowering around southern Australia. So I hope you enjoy and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Lots of love. Hello and welcome back to Lily of the Herbs Talks. And this special little podcast is one of the first I've done um, just on one plant. And I just really feel called to talk to you all about St. John's Wort this episode. So... St. John's wort is known as also as Hypericum, that's its botanical name or the genus. And Hypericum originates from Europe and sort of parts of um, West Asia and it's also naturalised in Australia and North America. So it's been introduced to these two countries. So we have it here in Australia and in Victoria. And yeah, I guess many people consider it as a weed. When it was introduced in America or Australia, it went wild because it really loves to grow in disturbed soil. So, you know, land that has been cultivated or um, grazed, it's disturbed soil and St. John's wort will go wild there. So it's in a sen- in essence, it's trying to grow and protect that land. But then they introduced a beetle to try and which eats St John's wort so whenever you see St John's wort you will probably see little beetles on it as well which was introduced to try and um, keep on top of the spread of the plant so that's just a little identifier for those of you who may have worked with it or maybe trying to identify it in your local area Um, but yeah there's so much to say about this incredible flower so I might start with today just talking a little bit about how to identify it, where it grows, and then I'll start talking about its medicinal uses and actions, and then its use in history, in the past, and then how you can make it into medicine yourself. And it's just such a joy for me each time of the year that it comes around again, um, and it's brought a lot of light and healing to me. So I'd just love to share about it with you all. So moving closer to the solstice, uh, this plant is a representation of the fact that we're coming into summer. When you start to see it growing up, uh, you'll see know that the sun is on its way. And this plant is a beautiful yellow flowering plant and it has uh, five petals and lots of little stamens. 
and you will know that it's exact it is St John's wort when you pick a bud or a flower and you rub it between your fingers and you'll see a dark purpley almost red pigment that will stain your fingers and they're the medicinally active constituents so you, that will be one indicator that you have got St John's wort um, it also the leaf will have has a tiny little pin dot on each leaf and that is like a little freckle on each leaf and that's another way that you can identify it out in the wild and this plant it sort of is representation of an inner sun taking it internally it's it's bringing warmth energetically this herb is warm warming and it brings warmth to the body and that's because it grows in the warmer times of the month so in Victoria it starts to grow up and then flower right in the beginning of December all the way through to around the end of January and sometimes a bit further north I've seen it closer to Sydney even in February and so it's yeah it's really spanning those warmer summer months and it's so it's an annual plant and it spreads via seed and it spreads profusely it really really spreads fast and far so if you see some on the side of a road you probably then if you want to harvest it away from the side of the road keep following it it'll probably be in a field nearby okay and what are the uses of st john's wort so this is a beautiful nervous system system tonic and it's a mild nervine sedative meaning that it just really relaxes and tones our nervous system so in herbalism we call it a nervous system trophy restorative trophy restorative essentially means it is restoring the tone and function and it's like a tonic for our nervous system helping to balance and recalibrate um, and as many of us know going through the last couple of years that we've had and anyone who's ever experienced any form of trauma in the sense of loss or illness or any kind it can really take a toll on our nervous system and so we really need to restore after we have experienced any form of trauma and this is something that St John's Wort is brilliant for and it is known um, as the natural antidepressant and it is indicated for depression so it depends what the depression is coming from you know you know we can have depression from can be related to our gut and it's always and you know we may not be producing the enough endorphins and serotonin and oxytocin within our own system and that could be one form of depression it can also be hormonal you know if we're experiencing PMS or anything like that and so it is important to address the root cause of depression always and adjust lifestyle and diet um, and your day-to-day -day routines to help boost mood but in the cases of seasonal affective disorder in the depths of winter and PMS when we just have lost that internal sun or maybe we've just gone through a really intense traumatic heartbreak or something like that and we've just really lost our center and our guiding light or force this is where St John's Walk can be really helpful in bringing us back into our power and our sense of self and that is when I really really recommend St John's wort so it can be beautiful and it's also this is why it's also not 
recommended to take or contraindicated if you are taking pharmaceutical antidepressants because there has been some studies that it can cause um, serotonin syndrome. So an excess of, if you're having SSRIs, antidepressants that, you know, which are, yeah, they're um, increasing your serotonin uptake, then, you know, that has some side effects if you're also having St. John's wart. So some of these might be dizziness, fainting, um, mood dysphoria. Yeah, so just, just be mindful of that. And I, I wouldn't recommend taking St. John's wort forever. You know, it can be taken for a period of up to three months internally if you are working um, with bringing yourself back to that light and that sun or can be taken just in that PMS phase or just for a week in the midst of winter and to boost and lift the spirits. And if you have it dried as a tea, you can have it when you're just feeling the dark days, you know, and you need some light brought back into your life. But it's not a forever, everyday herb. And so I think that's really important to note. Um, some other uses or actions of St. John's wort is it is a vulnerary. So vulnerary is a term in herbalism which means wound healing. So taken used externally on the skin, it is incredible at binding wounds together. And this is because it's astringent. It knits the tissue together. And it's been used um, especially in puncture wounds using the balm or the salve of St. John's wort is incredible with healing cuts and abrasions. Um, it can be, it's also indicated in the use of antimicrobials. So if you have insect bites um, or anything like that there, it's really beautiful and it's anti-inflammatory. So yeah, for the insect bites, helping to bring down inflammation and heal the skin. Topically infused in oil, it's also incredible for the joints and the muscles. So it's known as a, it relieves muscle pain and as it is anti-inflammatory, it's beautiful and indicated in the use um, for arthritis, um, gout and even psoriasis. So helping to ease that joint pain and soothing the body. And so I would really, really recommend it for any of you that do have autoimmune inflammatory conditions in the joints. It can be really, really beneficial. And as I said earlier in the podcast, it's also incredible for <clears throat> its energetics is its warming. So the volatile oils, if you smell the oil of St. John's water, it's just got this beautiful aroma. And that is incredibly warming for the skin and the nervous system. So <clears throat> I was talking today about Abhyanga, the practice of Abhyanga, and we, the most of our nerve endings are in the skin. So the Ayurvedic practice of oiling the body, um, especially with an oil infused in St. John's wort, is an amazing way of also serving, soothing the nervous system. So if you suffer from anxiety or high stress or anything like that, this is a beautiful oil that you could apply to the body. And I do sell St. John's wort oil, and one of the reasons I sell it to people is because I recommend it for... Also, if you've got PMS or bloating or you have an inflammatory um, condition in the pelvis, such as endometriosis or period pain, because it can really help to reduce that inflammation and pain throughout the cycle. And so 
making into a balm for the belly is also beautiful. Oh, I could just go on. I'm almost losing my voice from talking about it. But going on, so it's also another action, herbal action of St. John's Wort is that it is antiviral. So antiviral, it has, there have been some studies done, quite a few. Um, there's no enough, there's not enough scientific evidence to suggest, um, you know, or quantify or give you an exact answer. But there has been research being done into St. John's Wort in the treatment of long COVID. And I do really think that, especially, you know, anyone who has had COVID will know that it has a real effect on the mood. I myself experienced quite a bit of depression. Like I don't think I'd ever really experienced depression, but there was just a lack of joy for me after I'd had COVID. And this is where St. John's Walk can be really, really beautiful in helping to bring back the joy and the sun into the body whilst also being gently antiviral and helping to deal and flush through the body any residue of the virus. And oh, I almost forgot one other thing that it is really indicated for in terms of antiviral is shingles. So shingles is like comes anyone who's ever had chickenpox, that virus can stay latent in the body and then come up, you know, sometimes people will have flare-ups, anyone who's had chickenpox later in life, and it can be from a traumatic experience or high stress in your life, and it becomes it shows up as really intense nerve pain, which can be really painful and difficult. And this is where St. John's wort taken internally and applied as an oil or a balm can help to soothe the nerves and that really strong nerve pain and while also being antiviral. So yeah, St. John's wort, so, so, so versatile and incredible. Um, in terms of the history of St. John's wort, it has a long, 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 long history and it was used um, in Europe back in the medieval times and before that and then with the early herbalists there. And I just wanted to read a little um, snippet from Culpepper's Herbal and just what it was said to be used for back in the day. So, under the sign of Leo and the dominion of the sun, a Pappus will tell you, especially if he be a lawyer, that St. John's wort made it over to him by letter of attorney. It is a singular wound herb, boiled in wine and drunk, it healeth inward hurts or bruises, made into an ointment, it opens obstructions, dissolves swellings and closes up the lips of wounds. The decoction of the herb and flowers, especially of the seed, being drunk in wine with the juice of knotgrass, it prevents vomiting and spitting of blood. It is good for bites or stings of venomous creatures and for retention of water. Two drachms of the seed of St. John's wort made into a powder and drunk in a little broth doth expel choler or congealed blood in the stomach. The decoction of the leaves and seed drunk somewhat warm before the fits of orgs alter the fits and by often using prevents them. The seed is much commended being drunk for 40 days for sciatica, falling sickness and palsy. This, yeah, this is a really 
beautiful insight into the uses of St. John's wort, especially, you know, when they're talking about sciatica, that nerve pain and falling sicknesses and illness. So it's just such a light bringer, this herb, and helps us to bring strength and harmony to the body. And it's powerful. So used carefully and with a lot of presence, I think it can be really, really useful, especially, and you know, I see that it is really indicated and I sort of wonder like why it grows so proficiently, especially around cultivated areas. So areas where humans, you know, have been, and that's often, I think, because we need it, you know, we've so many of my clients come to me really tight and so lastly i'd like to talk about how to take st john's wort and how to yeah make medicine from it so in terms of taking st john's wort we know that we can take it internally and one of the best ways to do this is through a tincture um and the other way is through tea and if you have the dried herb that's fine the fresh herb is the most potent because it has those beautiful volatile oils it's a bit like lemon balm it's better fresh so but then again you know we really need it at times when it's not flowering you know deep in the midst of winter that's when we do need it so recommend harvesting a lot um, in those summer months and then keeping it for a tea when you need it in winter so like a teaspoon to a tablespoon fused in some water for the um, for an infusion and then also as a tincture then finally we have um, oil so the best way to make a herbal St John's wort oil is to do it fresh and that can be done by infusing the oil with olive oil or sweet almond or sesame sesame is really beautiful because it's a warming oil and you can do it and that really brings out and it's great for abhyanga and it's really great for balancing anxiety and bata um, and so when you use make the oil you do it fresh and so you maybe let it sit for a day or so just to evaporate excess moisture which might make the oil go rancid then you pop it in a jar, cover it with oil and then leave it in the sun and you can put a little bit of muslin with a rubber band around the top just allowing it to breathe so you don't get evaporation and cooling which can send the oil rancid. In terms of making a tincture, fresh is best again and it can if you've only got access to dried herb it will be still fine but it may not go that beautiful bright red and the bright red is from those gorgeous oils and volatile oils that we see the medicinally active parts uh, and then you can make it into a balm and a salve from the oil for putting on two bruises and cuts and sprains but if you're just I recommend just keeping just the oil and then using that on the body on the belly on the arms and the legs and just using that as like a daily practice for a month if you have anxiety or you do suffer from menstrual or muscular joint aches and pains um so that's the making and the using of st john's wort and yes harvested in summer dried on racks or in a dehydrator lower than you know around 30 degrees 
and that should take about a week to dry and then it lasts for about a year the oil um, and the dried flower you just want it to still be maintaining all its color and all its freshness so it should be still bright yellow and smell quite strong and then you know that it's still good to go um, yeah so I've talked a bit about making and using and taking this beautiful herb and uh, yeah I really just encourage you to go out and play and explore and it's just such a soothing experience so you know sometimes I've been walking out in nature and found myself you know upset about something or feeling down and even just coming in contact with the plant spending a few minutes sometimes I'll just eat one plant or one flower you know a little bit and that will just feel so good you know I think there has been some contestional queries as to whether the herb itself um, increases photosensitivity. There has been some thoughts that cattle, if they overexpose and overeat St. John's wort, can be oversensitized to UV rays. But there hasn't really been enough conclusive evidence to suggest that. And if you're only having it in smaller amounts, I wouldn't really worry about that. I actually feel that when we are in the darker months of the sun you know using that oil is beautiful because we want to increase our vitamin d so increasing our body's ability to absorb the sun's rays in the middle of winter is such a beautiful um yeah way to up our vitamin d so if you you know get a moment of sun in winter and you've just put the oil in you might want to do like a couple of minutes of sun baking and really inhale the sun so then again ruled by the sun it is good time to harvest is on a Sunday the day of the sun around midday and again you don't want to harvest when it's cloudy or when it's raining because that can you know interfere with the drying process and so yeah in the middle of the day peak sun you know on a waxing moon the moon should even on a full moon such a beautiful time to harvest this plant so thank you for listening and please let me know if you have any questions about this beautiful plant